0: Who puts a, a basically an uphill section at the end of <laughs> it? It's such a thing. shitty end. I skipped forward to Manara and he got a flat tyre and I was like, Ooh, fuck and this, this, and I turned it off and that was it. Yeah, and it was
1: and a they were pretty... like,
0: what the fuck are you doing? You have to win races. Drop the mic and be like, we quit. Yeah, we're, we're done. done. <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving on top. Right, so hello, welcome back to another episode of the Freeride New Zealand podcast. We're broadcasting live, not live, from Karen Bennett's kitchen again. It's kind of live, but don't tell them it's a kitchen. This is the studio. The free. Yeah. This this is the part-time freeride New Zealand studio. Yeah, we we really went downhill. We started massively high in a recording <laughs> like studio, and now now yeah. we can't even get Seven Z to turn up. We'll be in a car one day, but that's all right. So. I guess it's another catch-up podcast, because we're just really busy, guys, aren't we? Yeah. We're not, not able to get it on the week. At the this, is, this is not a full-time job, just in case you're wondering. We're not making any money out of this. Are we not? Well, I don't know. Unless you're making lots of money and not telling me, but... <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> it's mountain biking, so I'm guessing not. So, we are talking about um, the World Cup final which was the big decider. So everyone knows now so there's no like um exciting yeah there's story, no real like, cool build up we can do or anything. Yeah there's it's a few weeks ago now. Well, yeah there's there's no spoiler alerts here. Um and then we're going to talk about the uh the world champs. But firstly let's go back if you know we because we recorded the last episode really close to Valdesol. So we were talking about, you know, Who's it? Who's gonna be? Who could it be? Um, we had our predictions and everything, and it came down to the the big race between Minar and Gwyn. And um, well, yeah. I mean, probably a drama filled two days with Minar crashing, well, wrapping the, his frame around snapping. a tree, and snapping his frame about an hour before his qualifying run, and then Marshy building him a new frame up, and Minar qualifying second still. Like I know there's been. Articles written about Minar snapping his frame, but you know you're a Santa Cruz boy. Talk, talk me through what happened there. Is it was it a weak point? Was it just Greg's crazy strong legs? Frames aren't designed to go sideways around. You know, like it made me laugh because there was a lot of a lot of memes and all that st- sort of stuff going on, and I was getting a lot of shit from people. But I don't think any frame would have survived the way that that bike hit that tree. Like it was the weirdest kind of tuck the front wheel and then his bike just catapulted from under him hit a big wooden post completely side on and just wrapped around and snapped yeah because basically frames are meant to handle downwards pressure yeah that's the weight pushing down they're handling either like stretching or compressing in a longitudinal sense i guess you'd call it from you know when you land and it's kind of trying to stretch outwards or if you're hitting holes and it's kind of pushing inwards yeah that's the way they're designed no, no, they're not, not just designed for like a co- like an all of a sudden like impact side on so it was um yeah it was a pretty crazy one and i mean who's got that frame now where is that frame yeah i don't know it's probably sitting in the syndicate warehouse or something at the moment but is it going to be a manar's house like i'd keep that yeah, that yeah that that's be. not every day you see someone snap a frame in half no. and i mean they they kind of like they tried to hide it when they took it down like they had stuff over it but it and they were pretty open about it and well that was the thing they tried to sort of hide it at the start but then they were like let's just run with it and then it was just massive publicity for them because yeah. everyone wanted to talk about it so you know and if it would landed off a jump and the head tube had torn off yeah. it or something that's a different story but yeah. it's yeah. amazing that someone got that on camera well. yeah that was crazy shout out ben cathro S- i'm sure you're a listener you <laughs> <He> might be <laughs> maybe um, maybe he'll write into us so well, yes, I mean... It was like, a competition. Like we said, after after Mount St. Anne, it ended up basically coming down to who would win the final round between Gwyn and Manard and With the real off chance of Troy Brosnan. Yeah. And then, so, Gwyn qualified first, Mana second, so that narrowed the points gap down even yeah. more, which just fully made it winner-take-all for it the final round. It was going to be such an exciting race. Yeah. And then Manar flatted <laughs> in. Mean, flat I was I, yeah. so let down. It was like... Uh, it was like i got a flat tire that's how i felt it was it was a bit like that like i watched it and like it really you know it took away from the racing because i, I wanted to see a really tight race i wanted to see because he was on a flyer so yeah. he was going to lay it down and then Gwen would have had to battle to get the time and then it was just like uh what an anticlimax. yeah definitely not, not trying to take anything away from Gwen, like you know well done but i would have i think even have... gwyn would have liked to have beaten him properly yeah or, or like been beaten properly it would have been way cooler to see what you know a full run from Greg and you know it come down to literally the last two people on the hill yeah like Gwyn bet Manar by point zero zero three yeah, second, but then no oh well and then and then Troy ended up second in yep. the standings and Manar by <laughs> always, third, always, always the bridesmaid Um, he did well he had a great season yeah he's he's solid I think I can't see why Canyon wouldn't be happy with how it's gone. it's been a good oh, first year so for them fun, and, and downhill and uh, yeah, they're, they're a force what's uh, what's his name Mark Wallace yeah Mark Wallace yeah, another good, good, he's good, good season he was a good, good race at, at Valdersov too mm. sent that last that last jump um, Amory Perron yeah, yeah. Was that second see, place wasn't yeah. it yeah out of nowhere again didn't see that one coming no not at all It's been a season for that, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a lot of... Didn't see that coming. Yeah, but yeah. But then as it was, the cream still rose to the top and, you know, there was some guys that broke through, but there was still Greg, Aaron, Troy, Danny Hart. Not Danny Hart. No, he didn't have a good one there. No, he crashed in the woods. Yeah, I was actually like... He was one of the ones that I was thinking like, after Worlds last year winning there, I always thought Danny's going to be the wild card that'll come and win... Well not a wild card, was it? Well not really a wild like card but top five everyone's talking about you know, Yeah, Aaron and Greg and the title and Yeah, no it wasn't it wasn't his race unfortunately for him. Um which is a bit of a shame because, you know, like coming off the, the world champs win there last year he would have been feeling pretty pretty good about that yeah. track. But you know, crashing, it happens. So what we had yeah, then we had Lloic like third, which I think we both sort of said he would be He'd be there. Did you say? Well, for a while there, before Gwynn came down, it was a full full French podium with Lloyd Loris and Anne-Marie Perron Yeah. In that picture of everyone like grinning and they've got their champagne. Yeah. All of them together. They were pumped. It was pretty cool to see. Yeah, I tell you who had a wild run, which I really enjoyed watching, is the uh, the Keswick Kestrel. He <laughs> <laughs> always has a wild run. Adam Braden. Love watching his Adam Brayden race. Loose man. Did yeah. you did you see it or did you skip? No, I two? didn't see his oh, one, mate. That was, a, that was a run He, he Top 10 yeah. yeah yeah. He's had a solid season as well actually Yeah he's been He's been consistent He's had two really good years Like he hasn't Real top 10 consistency But he's always up there Yeah he's knocking on the door mm. You know like some people Seem to be going the opposite way Whereas he's He's coming He's been around a while too Yeah I know he's I remember not, him he's not new is he We were racing together in like 2007 Okay, he's been okay. So yeah, years. he's been around for like a good ten years, and uh-huh. he was sketchy back then. I was now, like, no, he's just sketchy, bit with he's books, sketchy with, but with the he's sketchy. But man, he's fucking like, fast. More CrossFit, yeah. Lots of CrossFit, so he can hold it together. Um, I like on a track like that, super loose and, and gnarly. You know, you kind of—it's not one of those tracks that if you ride smooth and just kind of like—you have to hang it out. Do, so is it like he who has the least? fair winds like if you yeah. could just if you could just like not touch the brakes on the way down there's a lot of there's a lot of luck and just bouncing off shit and hoping it holds together because i've only raced here once in 2008 the world champs that was the first year we ever went there and that was amazing it was like this awesome loamy dirt complete fresh track yeah but it was still super rookie and rocky and, I mean, it's essentially pretty close to what they're racing now. But, um, yeah, you kind of just had to hang it out and, like, just bounce off stuff. You couldn't try and just ride smooth and that sort of thing. It's kind of weird. How do you deal with, like, coming into one of those big, big rock gardens and just not shitting your pants? You just got to have confidence in it. You just got to really commit to it. And Now, no, no, like, you, you said it before, like, they are pro riders. Like, mm. it's their job. But, like, I can just... You know, I ride bikes and I'd come up to that section and be like, oh no, I'll walk it. (laughs) I'm not going to ride that. Yeah, I mean, you look at these guys and they ride practice and they look at lines and after practice, they'll go walk the track again and they'll look at where they've been riding and then they'll see like, oh shit, I need to go like a foot that way. Yeah, because they walk the track two or three times in a week. Yeah, like they'll walk it pre-race, they'll walk it. Potentially after the first practice, potentially after qualifying as well, quite yeah. a few people do. Oh, that's what Loic was saying to mm-hmm. me the other day because um, I was talking to him about it, and he says like, "Yeah, they'll do six runs of practice, which doesn't sound like much, but that's a mess." That's day. a that's a that's a lot, like because you'll be stopping and pushing back up and looking at your lines, and then after that, yeah. I'll walk the whole track. So I'll usually like generally, I try and cap it at five. Yeah, and that's that's where I find it pretty good, and I mean it's kind of weird. Because, I mean, when you just ride your local trails, you'll start riding them, and you know you're coming back, so you ride a, bit, a little bit faster and a little bit faster as you get to know it. But that stuff there, you pretty much have to be on the gas from the first run down the hill. Like, you'll kind of roll the first run, and then it's like, okay, I've got to go fast and work out how to ride this track fast now, so. I'd never be a good racer. <laughs> I was riding Evolution and Nelson and just, like, coming up short on, like, half the corners, <laughs> and just be like, fucking hell. Yeah, it's a real like mindset of okay, time to pin it. So, um that was it. That was the the season wrapped up. Like I'm not gonna go through all the results and everything. If you wanna no. find the results there online. Kind of uh, talked about the main stuff. How did you how did you find the new the new format? So with the less women, less juniors, shorter field to the men as well? I don't think I watched a whole event like as they e- broadcast it. Even without watching it though, like do you do you agree with this new format? Because there was a there was a lot of uproar at the start, but it's mm. all gone now. Yeah, didn't mind it. I doesn't, think it was. I think it you. was fine. I kind of I just pick and choose what I want to watch most of the time. And I quite like the idea of like really getting that like the like you said before the cream like the best right. Yeah, like maybe get rid of some of those sort of. Well, like kind of jumping a little bit ahead for World Champs that was um, broadcast live on Sky TV here yeah. in New Zealand, and it was. Basically the whole event. Yeah. We missed a few of the women because something ran over a live event. But um, it was boring. I watched. So uh, much of it was boring. Yeah. And this is no offense to, like, the riders or any, anything, but, like, I watched World Champs last year and did exactly the same thing. So I started, yeah. I was like, oh, it starts at 11 o'clock at night or 10.30 nine I've got That's quite a decent time. And it was the start of, like, the junior women. Yeah. And it went for five hours. Mm-hmm was like being there and by the end of it you know it was like three in the morning or four in the morning i was like i just want to go to sleep world, just, I, I just can't i don't care world champs is a kind of funny one too though because you get you get like a good kind of handful like amount of people that wouldn't qualify for a world cup yeah there, there was dudes from like the philippines and um like indonesia between between the start list, between Sam Hill at like seventy fifth and I think it was like fifty three, I didn't yeah. know a single person. No, I or was like, like who is who he... is this person? Yeah, there was a lot of that going on, and so that, I mean, if you were trying to broadcast a live event or you know broadcast an event and make people watch it, people are going to not watch it. So what it's they're kind of, doing yeah, for it's the kind of like watching the Olympics, isn't it? What they're doing for the World Cup, I think, is pretty much ideal. You know, they're showing like the top woman. Which, I mean, say no offence to them, but, like, a lot of them, there's not much to watch. Like, the top women, they're wicked. Yeah. Like, they're pinning it. And it was good racing at World Champs this year. But, yeah, like, if you showed the whole event start to finish it, it's too long. Yeah. I think it would be cool to see the junior men because I'd love to be watching Finn Isles and Man Walker. Matt Walker versus Matt Walker, like, paid. <laughs> those, guys, those guys are pinning it. Yeah, but you can next year because... They're not juniors anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know who's taking their place. But like, yeah, yeah exactly. But it would be cool to see that yeah. come through. But but like, I understand because if we want this sport to further, we need money. It, it needs money. And for for a sport like this, you know, that investment, you need to get more people watching. Yeah. To get people watching, you can't be It's got to be curious. exciting. You can't have 10 different camera angles and mm-hmm. 20 different camera angles and watch like real time the whole race because no one's going to watch it. You know, like in F one they show the the one F one race, they don't show the two days of like um, the lower tier classes qualifying races and yeah, like the F two class or I don't know if there's an F two class, I don't know anything about (laughs) it. But you know, like you're not not watching that, you're not watching like the alternate driver race or whatever they've got. It's just like main event. Do you know what would be cool that I'd like to see? And I mean I don't know how feasible it is. I've heard it was gonna happen a couple of years ago would be live. Helmet camera footage Like I'm sure They can do it now You know like yeah. During a run So like hey We're halfway down The hill with Gwyn He's just, on a stormer Just and... like, like motor racing And stuff Yeah they? yeah hey, And they're in like... car footage And they've been doing that For like 30 years Haven't they Yeah I, I mean I guess for cars It's a lot easier To pack some sort of Remote sender or something in But I'm pretty sure Those GoPros Have yeah, a on. bit of range And I'm sure they could Set something up To make them go But a imagine A little, little imagine, antenna on there Imagine how cool That would be uh, Watching Aaron Gwynn's run and then they go to a section you know because there's always sections that you don't see on camera and they're like all right we're on board with him watching him go through that gnarly rock garden at Cairns this, or, is, this is part of that that premier package that you'd buy like it's not mm. part of the normal thing but when you buy this you can watch on your laptop and you can watch every ride and it comes up with like stats and yeah. track maps and all those like they could know, yeah like that's the sort of thing that you would pay for that's where you'd get the purists because they want to see that stuff and they want to watch it and yeah, but that's that's a pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. That's the sort of thing you'd pay for because you'd pay to have this access. Like you could just watch instead of watching the camera angles of them coming past. You just go, I'm gonna watch point of view footage, and you watch their whole run from their helmet. Yeah, okay. that would be that would be amazing, and that would be something I'd pay for. But yeah, you I could, mean, you could mate, watch on two. I wouldn't pay for it. You could pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could watch it on two screens. Like yeah, watch that. So, yeah, it's better than like watching a game of rugby where you can only watch you know on one screen. Mm. Yeah, that would be cool. Maybe it's not feasible. I don't know. Maybe I'm onto a million-dollar idea and... I'll cut it out. Red Bull, don't listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> no, as soon as you, you took the money for it, Red Bull would just um, ban GoPros again like mm, they did. Yeah, th- that's another thing, though, because not everyone runs a GoPro because it's sponsorship, so all the different cameras would have to be in line. Yeah. They, um, this went down like a couple of years ago in like Supercross in the US, and gopro had exclusive rights to the mm-hmm. um to the series and they were banning people from running any other helmet cameras they couldn't even run like you know they couldn't even run a dummy one in there they were just like nah. and so there was people that were potentially like losing a lot of money because there was these other helmet camera companies trying to come in and they um were just like gopro was just cutting everyone off I'm like look I guess that's what you know. Rebel does in the way of footage and and stuff from like events. That's that's just the world that we live in. I guess. Mm, exactly. Your dog wants to come in. Yeah, she can't. I wanna come in. Yeah. Anything else happened in that season that you want to talk about? Oh really? Did you enjoy it? Santa Cruz, one team of the year. I'll just I just throw that in there. Yeah. I tuned out before I. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm just carry on with the trend of. How, how much I've talked about them for years so I'll throw that in why not you, you are sponsored by Santa Cruz it does make sense yeah. um, Santa Cruz had a good year Comensar had a good year Canyon had a good year Mondrake had a good year YT had a pretty good year as well YT had a good year well Aaron Gordon had a good year yeah I mean it seems to be pretty healthy the sport as a whole Yeah, I feel like it was pretty much dominated by five people mm. yep. and going into next year it ta- hasn't changed we talked about it a lot like I know, I remember sort of more individual races and we're talking about the the time gaps between people and those sort of five being at the top and yeah. then a bit of a gap and then everyone else. And I don't see it changing. No, who's who's coming up that's going to, Finn? Finn could be, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a different ballgame for them being an elite, but like him and Matt Walker have shown that they're not, that that talents. Reckon, yeah, Finn is just going to be in and maybe you'll have a bit of a rough start because he'll want to just come in and just smash the doors off. But I think that's been his problem this year with the races that he's crashed, had problems in, because he, it sounds like he's just had this plan of, like, I want to get a top five in Elite. Yeah. Like, he wants to get this hot time, and he's been overriding. Yeah. So I could see him doing that again next year, like, getting into Elite. He's going to be like, I know I can do it. I'm going top five, and he'll but have he, some he, huge crashes. He probably has a plan. Maybe not, but like I would if I was young and going into that, I'd be like, I'm gonna come out on my first race as like first debut elite run, I'm near the to top, five. I'm gonna to win. Yeah. And I'm those just... those guys would be like that. And I mean he's been the two time junior World Cup champion and so he's gonna be like, Well, I was getting top tens, I think he pulled like a few two or three top tens maybe. He got a top ten at Valdersol. Yeah. So he's gonna be like, Right. In elite. So. I'm here, I can do it. I'm going, you know, I'm going to make my mark at this first race and maybe he comes in strong and is past that, but I could still see him like maybe having some blow ups. Yeah, well, you know, but definitely. That's but just like, natural he's, for he's so much young on, like, guys. A lot of those guys. Like a lot of the guys that are racing now spent years getting to that stage, but yeah. like he's going to come into elites, like he's a pro athlete. There hasn't been anyone, I mean, Loic was like this, but. Not to the same level. Like the, there hasn't been anyone like this since Hill. I mean, Hill was the original pretty much. He His um, last year as a junior, I think I've talked about this before, he crashed at World Champs, still won juniors by 14 seconds over G Atherdin, Yeah, and was third overall on the day. Like, it was ridiculous. And then I think he came into elite and went third, this is World Champs, went third, second, first, first, like that was his world champs results for the following years or like third second second first first or something like yeah and I mean Finn's showing that he's got pretty pretty similar potential kind of like I can't think. think of anyone like off the top of my head who is like to look like watch this guy he's coming up real. like there's a lot of people like yeah. oh, watch him yeah Connor Farron mm. Jack Boyer how many but, you know, it's how many like, junior world champs do you remember from the last few years Laurie I didn't remember that um, I can remember from when I was racing, but I can't remember anything from the last few years. Yeah, I remember Laurie. Yeah. And then before that, sorry, to the 2015. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm up to, I can get up to probably about 2010, but that's about where I'd forget. Like, I was at the 14 and the fifteen world champs yeah, sure. I couldn't tell you who. but yeah Finn mm-hmm. you know like Finn's gonna be one of those ones you do each you remember because yeah. he's been so dominant but then again like I'm not good with race results anyway race mm-hmm. results don't mean as much to me like I, I, I struggle to tell you who won the world champs like three years ago mm-hmm. jetherton there you go over Rabboy. when Rabboy broke his broke, broke his ankle, ankle. but yeah. then yeah like, like the year after it was probably someone else that mm-hmm. Danny no Danny Danny was like, the year yeah, before that I think like, no, he was last year, wasn't he? 2012. Oh, yeah, and last year, 2012. I don't know. Yeah, but, anyway, uh, we've gone but, way off topic, kind of. But we raised results, but he's got more than... He, yeah, he's got a dominant presence. Mm. And, he's, and he's been massively hyped for, like, the last four years, so... Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good segue onto the, uh, the world champs, I guess. Yeah. So, you didn't feel like going over? Oh, I would love to, but... Would you? No one paid for my plane tickets, so... <sighs> I don't know. I was like looking. At it, I was kind of really glad not to be there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I just love going to. I love going to races. So. When was the last time you went to a World Cup race, two thousand twelve. That's, that's quite a time ago. Quite a while. I raced, I raced it. I two thousand twelve. That was my last World Cup. But coming up to six years. That's right. Sp- we'll uh, we'll have to get a, a yeah. sponsor for to do a live um live pod. Yeah, Facebook Live podcasting event or something <laughs> for. A, Sounds good but yeah I don't know I wasn't actually too fast because I was meant to be going over there but um some things happened I might have got a better offer to do something else fair enough <laughs> so I did that um and yeah is it, I wasn't too at. yeah I mean whatever it's been <coughs> been a long time I just I like going to races so I need to go to another one I think I know um, I've been desperately waiting for like the last six years for one to come to New Zealand but I just don't think it's going to happen anymore no, it's meant to be happening. Ah, uh, one day. Maybe there'll be one down the road from here, but uh, that we, place will need to get rebuilt first. Rumours. Rumours are flying. Team rumours. Um, location rumours. We've got, what, one new players for next year? Is it Croatia? Yeah. And yep. that's it. This we, is why the EWS is killing. <laughs> so, before the race, Rachel crashed again. Yeah, it was quali- qualifying. Well, like a seating run, wasn't it? She crashed, broke her collarbone. That was a shame. It's not been her. Yeah. So it's it's been not a, been an accident. It's years. been a bad year for her. After like two absolutely dominant years. And then, yeah, she's just had a really rough year. Yeah. I suppose once you get, you know, knocked off, it, oh, great, then I can try and catch back up. But it's, she has no. been on the back foot. See what happens next year. But this is what happened um 2014 as well. We met on one. Yeah. All I can say is she's probably going to come back and just destroy them again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, did you see that my little bickering match with G Atherton on Instagram? Yeah, that made me <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. You won the war in the end the Yeah. But like just put the credit there. No, no, there was nothing else yeah. there. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who commented. It was pretty funny. Thanks, G. I think my comment on his got like or thirteen likes or something was Um So yeah, uh the women's race. Tani crashed as well it was like none of them wanted to win it it was well I think think (laughs) they all wanted to win it yeah well they were just pushing weren't they yeah and didn't uh, didn't Mick Hanna's sister Tracy Tracy yeah didn't Tracy Hanna go down and yeah it was talking like she went down and was out she she had a huge crash I read something saying she knocked herself out but I don't think there was a knockout like she kind of went down and lay there for like a second or two and after like something I watched afterwards she kind of said oh, I didn't realise I'd been lying like she kind of didn't realise that she'd lay still yeah. for so long but yeah I was watching her I was like what are you doing get back up and get going and then she kind of got up and she did something weird as she kind of got going as well like oh, like threw her hand I think she threw one of her hands up or something sort of like oh i like blowing it now and then she comes through in second and you're like you're doing you're only 1.2 down or something yeah well that actually if we just circle back to um, the previous one at Val de Sol um, you know when Minard got his flat. yeah and even though his tire had basically come off the rim and his rim had snapped and he was walking with his bike people were like oh why doesn't he just give up because like he knew that it was between him and Gwyn to yeah. win and if, if he walked to the finish line faster than Gwyn did if the same thing happens yeah, exactly because yeah. like manan knows like it's not over till mm. it's over like when yes, there's still Gwyn a point. Could have had a puncher way further up the track and like yeah. snapped his frame in half and he he would have maybe still beaten this, Tron- still, this yeah but yeah that's the thing like you, you don't know until you know so get yeah. back on your bike and go as fast as you can mm. i suppose it's maybe a little bit different at world chance because it's not like a season but still that yeah just kill it um yeah. And then Miranda Miller came first, and I did not see that coming. <laughs> did not see that coming one bit. Um, I don't think she did either. She looked completely like confused and well done to her. right? Eh? yeah, must have. I didn't. She see rode. Her. She rode good, and she stayed on. Didn't see her run uh, because I only saw the the men. I did tune in, but there was some other shit happening. I yeah. Don't know. Um, first Canadian to win since 1990. Mm. I was not riding bikes since I don't even know who that was. 27 years. it's a long time. Yeah. So, well done. Mm. And that must be cool for her to be on the podium. Be world champion. She's probably be pretty surprised, to be honest. I'd say so. <laughs> it was a bit unexpected. Yeah. Um, and then I suppose, you know, everyone knows what's happened. So, Lloyd took the, the male um, elite world yeah. champ. So, so, specialised... Two golds for the specialised gravity. And this is the thing. Finn Isles. Two-time world champion, the fastest out there, could have definitely taken it away. He's the one that you would have expected the most. Like if you were putting a percentage on them to win, yeah, he's the one I would have put the highest percentage on. One hundred percent. I would have put nothing on Miranda. Yeah, a cheeky ten percent on like just in case. Yeah, and ninety percent on Finn because like it's the juniors and it's Finn and he's yeah. going to clean up. How, oh, can you imagine he, how he must feel? Like, I, I know it's, yeah. it's racing and that, but when have has, has there ever been a team that every single rider has gone to a World Champs event and got gold? I would say no. Because that would be just a clean sweat. I can't event. even think of, you know, like, the only thing I can think of that's come close is when G and Rachel both won Worlds at Salt. Yeah. And, I mean, that was, like, that's even... Kind of crazy because that's a brother and sister half year. on the same team did uh got they, they did as well no in two thousand eight had they done it twice maybe did she win it half, I no no that. man on one half yeah year, didn't she? yeah um yeah, wouldn't have expected it and um so good on them like as a don't imagine if they'd actually gone all three if they like, specialized team gravity specialized had gone three world champs from one race like yeah. They just, like, drop the mic and be like, we quit. Yeah, we're, we're done. done. <laughs> <laughs> <Out>. <laughs> we're leaving on top. Uh like, because I, I saw that and I was like, that's insane. Because I hadn't seen the juniors. I, that's what I thought had happened. I was like, Miranda Miller. Oh, my God. Like, oh, yeah, my God. Finn must they have one a too. clean sweep. And I was like, uh, <sighs> man, I like Finn, one, two, three, what the fuck? What's yeah. Where is it? Where is he? And then he must be just kicking himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd been watching the live timing of the juniors just to out know, an interest to see where yeah. the New Zealanders were. And I was like what the hell like i was waiting for finn like waiting for his run and i'm like here we go and i'm like what the hell's happened? He's so far back at the first split and yeah, it's ah, that, but... that's such a shame that would have been just that would have been an amazing feat mm. Enough... and i bet they think i mean i bet he's been thinking about it every day since but yeah i bet it just the publicity that would have gone with that yeah. the, the amazing photos of like everyone in team kit yeah. with golds and I like that can't happen again. No other teams have a woman, an elite rider, and a junior at the top level. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's just unreal. So gutting. Talking of gutting, McKenna. Oh, that was. Because I've been saying for like the last couple of episodes that he's been really pushing it because he wants yeah. to fucking send it at home, get it, and then. I didn't even uh, realise he didn't go to Veldersale. Yeah, he was went home. Lapping um, Which I don't really like but hey, more power to him. He was just doing what he could and yeah. And I he, wish the commentator hadn't talked about it every two fucking minutes. It was really pissing me off. The Sky Sport commentators. Yeah, he kept the Australian guy Were they both Australian? No, No, it was... um, Nigel Page and... I don't know who the Australian guy was, but he just kept talking about how Mick's been at home riding the track over and over, and I'm like, you just make him sound so like... like he's been cheating because he's been there practising it for so long and he was just putting such emphasis on it. And And they... Someone talked to him about it and, you know, it is a pretty... a bit of a grey area, but he said, like, um... Oh... You know, Danny was staying at Val de Sol and, uh, I and riding mean, that beforehand and someone else, I can't remember, he used a couple of examples. Yeah, I was like, people yeah. do it all the time. I like, Fair enough, but you know. And I mean, it was a huge race for him, so I mean, when do you get the chance to race world champs on the track that you grew up on and like know, most of it? And like to be honest, I thought he had it. So did like, I. When, when he put down his run and he was like five seconds up which was on hill, who sat in the hot seat all day? We'll get today. Anyway. I um I was like, he's got this. Like, and yeah. judging from like looking back at the times from sitting his time from sitting there, I was like, man, there's no way anyone's beating McHugh. I was messaging you, and um, I said, is anyone going to beat that time? And you're no. like, no, I don't see it. And then he did it. I was like, oh shit, yeah. you're wrong because yeah. I didn't see, I did not see that time coming down. And yeah, I was, I was wrong. Um, but I was like, because I kind of thought. You know, it's a pretty cool story. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, you know, Manar will beat him or Gwyn will beat him, but no, it was um did he always had a shot. Yeah. yeah. And it was like um nothing. It was I can't actually remember what the exact time gap was between them, but it was um man, uh, it was so marginal. Like beat him by like zero zero three. Yeah. It's <laughs> so tight. And then apologised for beating him. Yeah. Point three three nine like beat him by Yeah, it was it was a weird race. So if you watched it live, so Sam Hill's I, wa- I watched uh, from Sam Hill's ride. Yeah. That's the first rider that came off for. So bike. the first person that comes down the hill is Sam Hill on a trail bike, absolutely destroying Swing. the track. Pink. Rode the rock garden pretty much as fast or faster than most people that are on their downhill bikes. Yeah. And just, it was like watching old Sam Hill on his downhill bike. And I was like, holy shit, he's going to get a medal. He ended up sixth, but... Yeah, it was uh, like crazy. Uh, as soon as he came down, I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna, he's gonna be sitting there for a long time." Yeah, <laughs> he's got at least fifty like places to go before someone pushes him. Yeah, and it's like someone in, in the top twenty might beat him. But it took until Mick, who was, I think he he was reasonably back because he had missed the last World Cup, so I think yeah. he was down a little, a little bit, but I mean Sam was there for like twenty something riders. But like he was still on the podium oh he He was was on the podium he was there until like the last five riders (laughs) yeah that was that was awesome like I part of me really wanted to see him win just to be like fucking shake shit up a little bit I was when he was sitting there in the hot seat I'm like holy shit he's leading the Enduro World Series and is quite hopefully going to wrap it up next weekend yeah and I'm like if he wins the World Championships as well this is going to be retarded like I probably shouldn't say that on here ridiculous (laughs) Yeah, because he, hey, um, you imagine that if someone won the Enduro World Series and the Downhill World Championships on the same bike. Yeah, that, it is pretty, like, that would just be like, all hail, King. Yeah, King Sam. It didn't, that would kind of be like specialized, getting, winning all three medals, but so close. it was still pretty awesome Sam do so well. But, like, for them, no, you know, if he had won, because he's, but he's not racing downhill anymore, so he would have taken this World Champs jersey and gone, yeah, I'm out. Where's the world chance racer on the, uh, the mountain bike scene? Not here. Oh, he's racing the Enduro World Series because <laughs> he, he likes to be <laughs> Yeah, that was good. But yeah, good good pick by Australia, putting him in the team. What a run. Mm. And like, good. Yeah, man, Australia did well, didn't they? Um, yeah, so still there was a timing mix-up for the women as well. Yeah, just to try pretty of go eh? back a bit. That was um That was a real balls-up. Pretty bad. So Miriam ended up, second yeah because she um she came down and it was saying she's like 44 or 45 seconds or something back and i'm like she's still sprinting to the line like she's still putting everything into this and i'm like she's obviously had a huge one like and, nearly a minute off the track yeah and then she um she didn't really pay any attention to what time she did or anything and then when she's back in the pits and they were saying how far back she was she's like what well, there's no like my run can't have been that bad. Like I had a small mistake. I think she had a tip over in a corner or something. Yeah. And she's like, she, There's no way I could she have. She went lost down it. and she lost like eight seconds. Yeah. And um yeah, so they went back and had to go and check manual timing, their backup timing, and yeah, it turns out she got seconds. So And then they were saying that their manual timing has like a discrepancy between like zero and zero point eight seconds. Yeah. And then the gap between Miranda Miller and Miriam McColl was it's less super questionable cool. than that. Because the if you've ever paid attention, when they start and there's the stick yeah. that gets pushed open, that's the manual timing. And then obviously, so they push that open, that's what starts your run. And then the laser is also, like the laser that the actual timing's done from is usually at the bottom of the start ramp. Yeah. So there you can have like up to a second. So yeah, they could have easily been like that point eight of a second could have been lost right there and then. Uh, so, can you, can you imagine, because like, for her, she might be like, well, fuck, if they got that, that wrong, maybe I I was the world champ. Not will take yeah. away from Miranda Miller, but it would have been close. Mm. And that, you know, because the guy just seems so unsure when he was doing the, the results thing. He's like, oh, like how sure are you doing yeah. the results? He's like, pretty sure. We're pretty right? sure. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a fair idea. Yeah. Uh, mate. So that was, yeah, that was pretty bad form mm. for them to like, stuff that up so badly in a world championship i haven't i haven't seen that in all the time i've been racing like anything like that happens so no maybe there was a deck up with times at one of the other rounds but nothing to like the difference between first and second place or second and third place or whatever it was and Yeah, i feel sorry for the the girl that would have been yeah the girl that thought she got third i don't even know I, who she yeah, was I'm so sorry for not knowing but but i mean that kind of shows like she wasn't one of the top people one of the people you expect and and when I saw the podium, or like the live timing, I was like, oh, is this not happening yet? Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> going on? Going I was on, really yeah. fucking confused. And, yeah. I uh, read about it, and I was like, okay, yeah. there you go. Makes sense. Um, and then your boy, Manar, got another second, uh, a flat. Oh, man, I was heartbroken. So, <laughs> apparently this time, it was caused by a broken spoke? Yeah, spoke snapped and punched the rim strip which in turn just turned into a slow leak because he was coming out through the rim strip. So what happens here? Who do you blame? Who gets in trouble for that? Does anyone get in trouble? Because he's going to be fucking furious two <laughs> weekends in a row that his chance at winning the uh, the overall... Yeah, and then his different circumstances, then. I think, for both of them as to how, like, the Valdez soul one, I think, was like a pinch or something like that or like a burp and lost yeah. the year out of it. And yeah, it's... Um, it's a little bit, a little bit odd. Like because he's gonna be, I know he's the the consummate professional, and he's a great sportsman, but he must be fucking furious. He oh, must well, be just like say so. Who who who's getting the blame? Say yeah. to you. I don't know. Like I, who gets who gets that taken out on them? Or is it I just? Don't think is anyone? It just I think it's just. I think it would just. And I think Greg. I don't think he would. He would probably be. He's probably looking at this now going, okay, what do we do next year to stop this happening? Now, Marci, he's done. Yeah, I'm not sure. I saw something like that on Vital. Yeah. Is it, was it for his... real? Yeah, he's been with him for like 15 years or something. No, he's not that long. He worked for Joe and um, grown up until like 2000. And... No, 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 but he's been a uh, World Cup mechanic. Oh, I... Was it 15 years? Yeah, I don't reckon it'd be 15 years. How oh, when did I start racing? Two thousand six. Nah, it would be like eleven years because he definitely wasn't a World Cup mechanic like when I first went overseas in two thousand five. So, but hey, has a good amount of years. It's a long time. To I'm be surprised though. I'm surprised he's not because I would think next year's probably Greg's last year. So I'm quite surprised that Marshy wouldn't be seeing it out with him. But yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. Team rumors speculate yeah is is Minar gonna quit maybe he needs a new mechanic maybe I can give his mechanic good luck <laughs> um yeah. no nah, I don't think so I think he'll race next year I'd be almost certain of it I'd put money on it yeah yeah well that was interesting well, I I don't know I thought you would know more about no. that I I saw the, the it was the vital slideshow or an instagram mm. post or something um I yeah I thought they were actually together for a bit longer than that but uh one um, yeah. One one thing I'll throw out there: I don't think we we'll see them on Envis next year. Hmm. um, as people probably well know, they released their own carbon trail wheels this year. Santa uh, Cruz did. Yeah, I saw something about that. I I wouldn't be surprised if they're on a downhill version next year. Why not Santa Cruz branded one? Specialized to their own rims, don't they? I'm not sure. Specialized do just about everything. Yeah, they have just about everything in house. want their riders to be on everything. Yeah, I think they will just about have a complete specialized spec bike at some point. Yeah, yeah why not? Um, How do you How do you find the sky coverage? I give it a big thumbs down. Yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't mind Nigel Page because he is in the sport and has a lot of experience. He wasn't the most like personable yeah but he was pretty good like he had knowledge the other australian guy with him was because the australian guy just talked over him and he just just told us what was going on on the screen yeah so like when you're talking with rob they'll like listen to rob he'd be like oh he's clearly going faster through this section that's something and two years ago this happened and Mm -hmm. this happened to this guy where this guy's like yes he's come down and he's gone around the corner yeah and oh he's got a flat tire and he did not have any downhill knowledge so his like he was making me laugh all the time with some of his terminology and things he was trying to throw out there. I was like, well, you have no clue what you're talking about. It was it was rough. I kind of probably would have preferred to like, just watch it with the sound off. Yeah. And, and I watched it with some, um, some friends so we just chatted. I didn't mind not having Claudio there. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, Rob, yeah, Rob's knowledge was, um, was missed. But apparently they were doing a Red Bull live feed in the countries that could watch it. Yeah. But that was all very last minute. mm yeah, they were doing it remotely from somewhere. They weren't even there. No, it all, it all sort of, like, Fardio was like, oh, I'm not going to be um, doing my course preview, but I am going to be doing commentating as of last night. Yeah. So that's that's basically World Champs. Great time for all. Time yeah. be dry. Well done, Lloyd, Bruni. Two yeah. World Championships to great. your one World Cup win. <laughs> great, great dude. Got a lot of time for him. Hopefully next year is his year where he wins more races. mm um, but I mean his bonus should be looking pretty good for i yeah, say so he's, so so he's doing alright um, great that's that done what have we got to look forward to there's going to be so Marcus Peck re- retired yeah there's a few of them retired this year Manon yeah did we talk about Manon last time or did that or did that happen in between I think it, ha- it happened in between I think yeah I think it happened either just before ValdeSalle <laughs> yeah I think it must have happened like right around when we did the last podcast because we would have talked about it if we had yeah. but yeah, she just decided that she didn't want to push it anymore, basically, and wasn't comfortable. So, good on her. I don't believe it. What do you think went on? I think there's more politics to it than that. Like what and what? With it, well, because you know, the rumours were that she wasn't gelling with her new team, and they expected a lot more than they were getting. They expected wins, mm. um, and there was a bit of headbutting going on. But, like, you know, where are you going to get... Because the, the whole thing was like, oh, I'm going to go and do something different. I'm going to try something else and so, see what else... So what do you think? She rides out a... Was she on a two-year contract, maybe? Do you think maybe she rides out and doesn't ride next season to not upset the contract and then comes back, or...? Well, I don't, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, where where else are you going to get a job or an opportunity... To fly you around the world to amazing locations to inspire people yeah. to get paid to do it, like and as a as like a top female racer, I mean obviously mountain biking doesn't have a shitload of money in it anyway, but like, like they're making all right money. Take the money out of the equation, like her chance to like inspire the next generation of women riding. She could have and, built out another three or four years of like she's young, <laughs> yeah, of like traveling the world riding your bike and. So yeah, I I think something yeah. something's happened because you don't you don't do this mid season. You don't go two races out from the end and be like oh, I've decided to retire. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You would kind of you'd kind of think you'd just be like oh well I'm. Yeah, I'm done after world champs. Yeah, you just thanks if, if, for the ride. Right if girls. you're really worried about like your your body saying, you roll down mm. Val de Valdesol. You don't do training. You just get down the track. You you thank everyone. Maybe you're a good it, sportsman. Maybe it was the best, most PC way for them to split ways and be like, we're done with this. But I, I would like to know what happened back behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Speculate though. I reckon something something fucking happened there. Who knows? Um, heard that some some people are leaving some teams. I would not expect to see the New Zealand riders on GT next year. I don't know. I feel like that GT team's in for in for a big shakeup. Yeah, they desperately need a new bike. But I, I, I can't see. I haven't talked to Brooke, but I can't see him back there next year. No, I just don't think that bike was working for him. What's the uh, What's Eddie keeps talking about? Wynn's retirement. Yeah, supposedly Wynn's retiring according to Eddie Masters' uh, Instagram <laughs> stories. <laughs> um yeah don't know about that one couldn't trust that as far as yeah i I don't think he's a really valid source for that (laughs) he is not uh yeah danny's apparently leaving Mondraker. i heard was it radon for him oh god i don't know i did i did read a i did read a rumor but i don't know yeah where but i don't i can't think of really there's not really any too many big sort of shake-ups i think this year no it's not it's not the um contract. No, there's not a lot of contracts up like a lot of people are on multi years, so. could you see um Brooke on YT with Gwen? Fuck yeah, that'd be sick. But... Well they've been been teammates and this is pure pure speculation, but they've been teammates in the past on Trek. Brooke's worked with Martin whiteley a lot, who's the team manager, both Red Bull athletes. Brooke has a lot of potential. He's got more potential than Nico Malali yeah, I'm, I don't know whether Nico's on a multi-year deal though, but he has I, not I had don't a good want to year. Say anything bad about anyone? Because you know, that's not who I am. But Nico's not, you know, he's not performing at the the level. Next not time. what I think they have thought he would. Brooke is popular. People really like. Yeah. Who, like, who else would be a good fit to ride with Aaron Gwynn? Yeah, it's. It needs to be someone who's like super fast and attacking and like aggressive and and has a possibility to like win shit yeah I reckon brooke does but then what, rupert was fastest again at, yeah at world champs doing it for the dad bods yeah rupert's like sneaky yeah he just keeps coming in there and being yeah. like the fastest kiwi i was blown away by the power that he put down in that final sprint oh, he was just he was on it it was awesome who puts a, a basically an uphill section at the end of it. it's, <laughs> such <a laughs> end. it's such you know, a shitty? It's such. What I like, anticlimax, as it thing. comes out of the trees, and then they make them sprint for another fifteen seconds before they get to the finish line. Yeah, it's so shit to watch as well. Yeah, yeah. they kind of like go like they kind of have like that gradual uphill rise to like a bit of a bridge or something, yeah. and then they kind of gradually go down to the finish line, and it's just painful. And the big gear, like trying to turn the pedals, yeah, rifle. Eh? Um, Except but, for Mick, who came through, there doing like. 80 k's an hour someone else did that as well and I was just like oh you had him yeah. he was like flat out with those crossfit legs gone." Marcelo too he put down a good good final sprint yeah but that's a shitty way to end a end yeah glad that's not Worlds next year where is Worlds next year I don't know I, to be honest I don't I don't like that that Ken's track I'd be happy to see that gone no uh, it's not it's not a good race track like, sure, keep one in Australia. Go to the Blue Mountains or Fred. Park. I'll tell you what, it looked better than the fucking shitty Canberra track we raced in 2009. Like, that wasn't even a hill. Apparently there's some really good tracks in Australia. Maybe we should go over and, and check it out at some yeah, stage. Yeah, if anyone wants the podcast to travel to their location and go and check their location out and do yeah. a podcast about it. Yeah, absolutely. Or even yeah. we'll just go over there. How does that? Yeah, nice. We just need someone to pay for it. Yeah, All-inclusive. We should definitely do that, because, you know, the New Zealand riding market's really popular in Australia, apparently. Yeah. There's New Zealanders going over there all the time. Yeah. We're definitely a destination. <laughs> cool. I think that basically wraps everything yeah, up. It's pretty good. 2017, good year for downhill. Um, we need to work out what we're going to do next, and that might be nothing until next year. Yeah. Maybe we'll be back if we have some good uh, team rumours. Maybe we can do a short team rumour pod if we, we get some gossip, but at this point, it's all quiet. Yeah, we, what we should do is actually like keep a note of the things that we see on the Instagram and the rumors that we hear, and then when it comes to this kind of chat, we could be like, "Here are the things we've heard." That was oh, how oh, a bunch of people told me some shit. That was how this. I worked out Blinky was going to Norco. What about two years, three years ago, whatever? I just happened to see that he started following Norco, and I was like, he would not be following Norco if there wasn't a reason behind this. Yeah. So um, yeah, watch uh, out, riders. Well, Chris Kavarak's been following me on. Uh, on instagram is he going to ride for freeride new zealand yes <laughs> nice <laughs> uh i just started following Kavaric racing so that's where i'm off to uh for next season there you go um but yeah that time when chris yeah, Chris i just followed red bull so watch out chris Kavaric follows you on instagram and you just don't follow him back and i was like what am i doing <laughs> like I'm just looking through oh man all right sweet well let's wrap it up um no mm. one's actually listening by now, so no, that probably turned it off now. Murray, you know, could our work so. if you've made it this far. You know our social handles. Yeah, please go and follow us. Write us a comment. Yeah, if you've listened this far into the yeah. into the podcast, comment on our next social media post you see and go tell to, us. Go to Karen Bennett Thirty Six on Instagram and uh, write the phrase "I'm a fox" on the. <laughs> <on his, laughs> <laughs> If I see that, that would be that would make my day. He's got a prize for you. Yeah, you yeah. get you you win the prize. Yeah, it's a real good one. Yeah. <laughs> First person. Okay. Bye. Bye.